everything paranormal. Para-X. The Gathering Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen. On the gathering. Welcome to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Heidi. And I'm Stephanie, and welcome to the Halloween broadcast. And isn't that a wild opening? It is a wild opening. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, oh uh, that was Sarge creating that monster opening. I know. Is that the same one that we had last year? Sarge, you can type it in in the chat. I, don't, I know you won't speak, but I kind of think the one last year was different or it, we just haven't heard it for a long time. It could be. Yeah. Cause yeah. this is like our treat for the year. Yeah. That Sarge makes this cool opening for us. So yeah, I think the folks in the chat room are a little freaked out. I know. <laughs> which is perfect. I know. I know. Cece says she wants her blankie. <laughs> Jerry says, I'm scared. I know. I know. Jerry says, it de- sounds demonic, Heidi. <laughs> Don't worry. I can handle it. I'll take care of it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, and it is our Halloween show tonight, isn't it? It's our Halloween show. We have Heidi... Uh, sorry, you're Heidi. <laughs> I am Heidi. We have Wendy Webb with us again tonight. So she is like a third co-host here going on. And I'm so glad to be here. Yay! Yes, and we had so much fun. We did a we did a little a little séance here before the show, and so we'll be talking about that. But um, yeah, it's Halloween already. A week from today. I know it is. So wild that it's so fast. It is, yes. And so we won't be live on Halloween, so we'll play our last year's Halloween show, which yeah. was pretty wild because we were spooning because we had all kinds of tech travel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so wild. But this time it's all working. So, hey, we're good. The Halloween items that are here in the studio did not take us down this year. Oh, we conquered. Tech conquered all overall, <laughs> thankfully. It was awesome. It was totally awesome. Yes. So, yeah. So, so what have you what have you been up to since last week? Oh, you know, I've been really busy. I was out in the woods uh, with the cryptid chicks, and we found some pretty cool, some pretty amazing stuff. We went to our original research area, Heidi. That you have, you know, we found it together. Yes. We're on the team then, and we hadn't been there for quite some time, and so we went back. And Josie had never been there, so it was fun to see it through her eyes. And um, there were a lot of new things there, and she found she's very intuitive, and she kept hearing print, 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 and she went and found a print, you mm-hmm. know. So there was some a, tra- a trackway there that we found, and you know, it's in the middle of a swamp. It's woods in the middle of a swamp. You know, Minnesota is kind of a swamp. Um, they weren't deep enough to cast, but it was exciting nonetheless. And then when we were walking down the trail. 
I saw this thing slither by us, you know, out of the corner of my eyes. I don't know if it was a little person. Josie seems to think it was a puckwudgie. I didn't say anything for a few minutes. And I'm like, I don't know what that was, but it just kind of went over into the woods and she's puckwudgie. I'm like, did you see it too? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if it was a puck wedgie, but it was something. So that was pretty cool because all I saw was like this right across, you know. And you can just kind of see the little outline. I kind of maybe little people, little okay. person. But um, it's possible there. A lot of stuff, but you know what? We walked, we walked across the swamp to where we had all that activity and where we camped out that one night. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't get any further than the other side of the swamp because it was so overgrown. Oh. So nobody's been there, which is good yeah. for what we're looking for. Yep. But th- we couldn't get through that field because the grasses were taller than me. You have to uh, wait till it gets frozen. Yep. Yep. So in the wintertime, we'll have to try over there again. Yeah. But yeah, what a bummer because you know how hard it is to go across that little land bridge and then you get there and yeah. it's like, oh. Seriously? Well, that and carrying like 400 pounds of gear on your yeah, back Yeah, we didn't tough. have that. I mean, I had a backpack and my little bag here. But yeah, still, you know, it's like, oh, my, I thought I was going to die yeah. <laughs> again, you know, because I'm older now. But um, so we'll get back there this winter, you know. But yeah, but it's amazing. What is alarming to me, though, Heidi, is that it's been so dry here that the, that, that the swamp and the wetlands are very dry. Yeah. You know, and... You know, like I told you before the show, Grandma Pine, who was, I don't know, somewhere between 100 and 200 years old, has passed away. And yeah. I don't know if it was, you know, she didn't get enough rain the last few years or if it was just her time. I don't really right. know. Last time I saw her, she had a lot of brown needles, mostly brown needles. But she was still so vibrant. And this time she was still kind of hanging on. And I'm hoping that she, you know, we got her to pass to maybe a new tree, you know, mm-hmm. a new upcoming tree. Yep. But I will miss her because yeah. she was, she had such fabulous energy and she smelled so good. Her sap was just the best smelling sap of ever. So, yeah, I'm just really sad about that. But it is alarming. Climate change is a real thing. And we are certainly seeing a lot of it here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. yep. Um, and I know even on the island, a lot of the cedars had were interspersed their needles with Brown, you know, so it's scary. It yeah. really is scary. Yeah. Yep. That's a fact. I know. But how about you? You've been busy too. Very busy. I think we've done eight investigations in the last Holy crap. three weeks. Wow. Or four weeks. Three or four weeks. It's it's not right. It's too much. Well, and a lot of it's through classes, but um, the classes mm-hmm. have been full. And so we've been all over the Twin Cities um, doing... All sorts of paranormal investigations. We did another one last night. Mm-hmm. We were at the old Grange Hall in Edina, and then the right next door to his old 1850s schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. And so these locations were really cool. Yeah. And so we had a lot of fun there. We had some really cool interactions. Yep. Um, and I was actually up north this past week, too, for a few days and making some connections on future investigations. So mm-hmm. I was doing some work up there this mm-hmm. year, and I thought, well, what a perfect time to go up there and do a little networking yeah. with the fall leaves and just mm-hmm. be- it was beautiful, beautiful yeah. weather. So, But I am tired. Yes. Um, it is yes. with all the just, n- not just the classes that you're do- you know, we do on the evenings and the weekends, but then I'm just doing my work here during the day. Yeah. So I'm tired, and I am, yeah, 
I'm tired. <laughs> so we have a we have an investigation this weekend too. So yeah, and I haven't we haven't done one for a while because you know I'm, I've been kind of traveling a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I mean they have they've done a few things, but so this will be a first time for me for a while. So it'll be fun. We had people in class last night. And all the classes, because some of the people take classes over again, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were asking, like, hey, have you gotten any evidence from the one last week? I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm, it's going to take me a year to get through all this evidence. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just grateful for the people that are in the class mm-hmm. also that this is their only investigation and they can get me evidence. I had a, So we have stuff to put out there because that's just, it's. Oh, I'm going to be doing evidence review till yeah. like February. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so, yeah. it takes a long time. Each investigation yeah, is just... but it's been fun, and it's been great. I've met a lot of new people, great people, mm-hmm. and I love teaching how this really works, mm-hmm. and so that's been fun, too. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. But I will be uh, happy to have a little time off Should after mm-hmm. the Halloween Fest yeah. coming up, yeah, So because it's going to get... Like, there's five nights in a row of stuff coming up. Yeah, that's, I would go crazy. That's and some of it is not here in the Twin Cities. We have to travel for it. So it's going to be busy, busy, busy. And then I've got a full weekend of yeah. Women's Circle. And then I've got maybe a few days I can take off. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah, you got to have rest. You know. <laughs> Wendy, what's going on with you? Well, um, since I've been here, I finished my ninth novel. Yay! Yay! And I, I love it. And my agent, wrote back to me and said she loves it and like read it late into the night. And uh, so it, you know, it's always, you send these off. Yeah. And then, I mean, even though I've done it for so many years now, I'm still nervous, you know, it's like, Oh, oh are they going to like it? Are, are they, they going to like it? it? Or is it going to be crap? And uh, apparently it's not crap. No. Good. Yes. <laughs> because she likes it, um, loves it. And a thing that I wanted to mention on the show is that this book, there's been a couple of books that this has happened. I just typed it out. Mm -hmm. You know, it just flowed out. Mm -hmm. And there were so many weird things. Now, um, for listeners who may not have heard me on the show before, this book is about a woman who discovers that she's descended from a long line of witches in Italy. Oh, it's that book. Oh, it's that book. Cool. And um, so many weird things happened to me. Even at, as I was writing it, I was just talking to my agent the other day, and it's a multi-generational story. And mm-hmm. so I was writing um, about our main character's great-great-grandmother, and all of a sudden I got this image of this really nice-looking dark-skinned guy laying by the river in Rome Mm -hmm. and she meets him and they fall in love. And so is this wonderful romance, but this is in the 1800s. And I started thinking, well, were there any black Americans in Rome? And the, Mm -hmm. yes, as a matter of fact, I found online a a lot of um, evidence of this. And I, so it just kind of the image just came to me and then I found out it was correct. Yeah. And that happened many, many times during the writing of this That's book. Cool. So it, it was just kind of neat, yeah. you know, where those ideas come from. Well, they just pop, you know, they just pop in, intuitive. pop in when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. I just, just type it, type it down. I love it. Cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. I'm excited. And I'm, 
getting ready to start my next book, I always like to start one. And I think what I'm going to do with this next one, I'm getting inspired to write a more traditional Gothic ghost story. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of old-fashioned, like Mm -hmm. with a narrator. Oh. You know, I love the all-knowing narrator. Yeah. And we never do that in books anymore. I love it. And so I think, you know, I'm going to put out a little feeler and see if my readers would like that. But I'm getting kind of excited about it. Awesome. This weekend I'm going to start that one. Now, but do you have a book coming out before the Witch's Book, though? No. um, No. I'm kind of off schedule. I've had a book out a year, but then I got this idea to do this witch book because um, a dear friend of mine Mm -hmm. let me go stay in his house in Italy Mm -hmm. for a month, Mm -hmm. and that's where I got the idea to do it. So I had to start writing it after that, so I got kind of out of sync there. So no more Lake Superior books right now. Well, it starts in my little town on Lake Superior. Oh, it does. Um, I think you told us. That. Yeah. Yeah. The the woman who's the main character is from that town. I call it Wharton. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it's Bayfield. Right. And um, so it starts there. And then her journey takes her to Italy, to this medieval town. So... Love it. Yeah. And I think I'm going to set the traditional ghost story there, too. Yeah. Like maybe a group is gathering. I've got a hotel that I write about, a big grand hotel. And I'm going to have a group gather there, and Mm -hmm. that's how it's going to unfold. Nice. I like it. Cool. I like it. And we got to schedule our weekend. I know. Mm -hmm. Or during the week or whatever it is, a couple of days. Whatever it is. Like Like in the wintertime, maybe, and... When there's you know not a lot of tourists up there, so it can just be us and maybe the residents because you thought they would like to be in on something like this. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then we'll do a radio show, mm-hmm. and we'll do an investigation of that. I was thinking house. when you were talking about your investigations, Heidi, I thought, yeah, we got to get that going because mm-hmm. Bayfield is haunted. Yes. Yeah. And if we don't look at our calendars now, it'll be yeah. another year. You know yeah. what I mean? So let's, I'm going to start the email chain after the show. Okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. okay. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. You got to do that. Yeah, for sure. So lots of stuff going on. Yes. For all of us. We're all just busy bees. Absolutely. I can't wait to read the book. When's it coming out? I, you know, I don't know. I just turned it in last mm-hmm. week. So it, the editing process is going to be pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll let you know when the release date is. Yeah. I should know it's on my contract. But okay. yeah. I don't keep track of the yeah. articulars. <laughs> well, we'll know. Yeah. You'll let us know, and then we'll absolutely. We'll have read to. It. Absolutely. I'm going back and reading some of your. Uh, I just read Mercy Alban. Oh yeah, right? and now I'm reading Temperance Dare. Oh, that's a wild, right? Yeah. yeah, and so I'm curious. Was the Mercy Alban? Is that uh, was that based on an actual house? Yeah. That was based was it on Glensheen. Glensheen Mansion? Okay, yeah. That's what I figured because I'm like, okay, this has to be Glensheen. Well, mm-hmm. and the weird thing, too, I got the idea when I was taking a tour of Glensheen, and I walked out onto the veranda, yeah. and it was so beautiful, and I was just kind of imagining a kind of an old-fashioned summer party on the lawn, and then I thought, what if somebody winds up dead at that party? Yeah. And... That's how the story started, and I set it there at Glenshane. And for Temperance, I had that book launch at Glenshane. Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to 
do that and host 100 people there. Nice. And the curator, there's um, secret passageways in the fate of Mercy Alban. And the curator took me aside and he said, how did you know there were secret passageways here? Oh, cool. And I said, I, I didn't. I just made it up. Just made it up. I thought yeah. it would be fun to have secret passageways. <laughs> yeah. And he said, yeah, there are. We don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I always told you. Yeah. Yep. Nice. I'm telling all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a secret anymore. No, no secret. <laughs> Yeah, Temperance Dare is a really wild one. I well, had, I'm still in it, so don't. No, I'm not going to say anything. All I will say is, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, that's the one we're we're adapting for TV. Mm-hmm. It's it's a crazy cool. one. Daughters of the Lake is still my favorite. And I don't know if it's because it's the first one I ever read, and I just couldn't put it down. I mean, I think I read it in like five hours or something. You know what I mean? This which one is like that. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's not as scary. There's a lot of tension in it, but it's more dreamy and magical and I love um, that romantic yeah um it's kind of nice to mix it up isn't it yeah it really is it is and i think my readers kind of like that Mm -hmm. you know not all the books are the same Mm -hmm. it's not a formulaic Mm -hmm. um type of thing it's just kind of whatever i heard that Mm -hmm. yeah we're all looking out there yeah (laughs) what yeah the yep there a lot of stuff happened during the seance. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So okay. So have you ever been to a seance before? No. This one was just a kind of a mini one before the show, but I haven't. Um, I was afraid we were going to use a Ouija board. Oh yeah, no. I am glad. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and I was just kind of we didn't. Just so everybody no, listening knows, no, no, we no. did not use a Ouija no. board. Well, and I was kind of driving here, and I thought, I wonder if they're going to use a Ouija board. I'm scared of Ouija boards. Yeah. And then I thought, well, they know what they're doing. But, but I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm so glad. But yeah. no, I have not been to a seance. I've had psychic readings before, mm-hmm. but this was different. This was mm-hmm. this is cool. Yeah. So you enjoyed it. There was a, there was kind of a lot of activity. There was a lot of activity, um, a lot of noises mm-hmm. that we we were hearing, and each one of us thought, "Is that just in my ear?" Mm-hmm. And and it it wasn't there. Lots of noises, lots of unexplainable yeah. yep. things going on. And yeah. we could tell the difference between, you know, if there was someone in the hallway versus the noises coming from within the space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we would feel different sensations like hot or cold, um, pressures, um, you know, lightheadedness versus heavy. Ver- I mean, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of sensations that way, too, that were happening, which was... Mm-hmm kind of interesting because it wasn't happening to all of us at the same time either no so should we tell about who came through yeah go ahead so um this is a really weird coincidence but um my dad in the 70s his office was in this building and i almost think it was in this space i remember being there as a little girl and I'm almost thinking it was this exact space. And um, Heidi said, wow, there's a gentleman here. And Which I didn't know that. No, right? I didn't we know that. Idea. You never told us that. Before. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, it, you know, he's got on this nice suit with a vest. And all of a sudden I thought, oh, my gosh, she's describing my dad. And I thought, I wonder if she's going to say glasses because he had these glasses 
70s glasses and she described those mm -hmm. and i i think my dad came through yeah i do he looked like you and i'm like yeah. i don't know if she thinks that's like if i'm gonna freak her out by saying that so i'm not gonna say it and then you're like i think that's my dad i'm like okay yeah because he looked like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and he went and stood over by you yeah and um but then you said he worked here in like the six years or seventies. Yeah, like, well, and that's maybe why I saw him in those clothes. In the, yeah, in this that that makes so much sense because he he would associate with this place of that era, and that's how he looked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was incredible when you said uh, he worked in this building, and I think he was in this office. I'm like, what? I really do because when I was a kid, I thought. I was only here a couple times because, you know, who goes to work with their dad, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was here, and I remember thinking it was kind of in the basement. But then there's windows on the on the side here, and it sort of looks like it's garden level. And so as a kid, you'd think, oh, that was mm -hmm. in the basement. Yep. I, I really yeah. do think it – now I'm just getting more and more sure of it. Yeah. That oh. was this room. Yeah, it was your dad. That's fun. That's really wild because, yeah, we didn't know. No. no. And it just, it took a while for him to show up. But I think because, you know, we can't just expect spirit to be standing around no. waiting for us to reach yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. They don't no. just like hang out and wait like, oh, I hope she asked for me. So, yeah, it's like you, know? you start calling out to whoever. And even like whoever's here, it's not uncommon for spirits that we're connected to in some yeah. way to feel that pull and mm -hmm. and just if they can they'll come in um so mm -hmm. that was yeah that was pretty cool mm -hmm. that was cool yeah that's cool. it's kind of neat for a first experience yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah so and I, you know i thought i i know a lot of people now who have passed and i was kind of thinking on my way over i wonder if anybody's gonna come, come through mm-hmm yeah. Awesome. That is that is cool. Yeah. It's always fun when that happens. I mean, but what a wild coincidence. Oh, I know. It, it, I know. It is. I mean, uh, you know, the first time, I've been on this show a few times now, and the first time I came over here, I thought, I think this is my dad's office. Mm -hmm. And then I, I remembered, it was like, yeah, it was across from the post office. I, mm -hmm. it, it was. And that's such a weird, weird coincidence. And then even wilder that he came in. Uh, yeah. Today, yeah. Our first seance, and boom, he's here dressed as he would have been when he worked here. And she was describing my dad, listeners, my dad was always a very snappy dresser. Yeah. Even, you know, as a young man, he's, you know, the, the photos I've seen of him, he's always in the bow tie and the nice suit and dressed to the nines. And, um, yeah. Well, and what did he do? Um, he was um, a sales manager, oh, vice president wow, for a company. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Really dressed all the time. But in his heart, he was a musician. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Well, it was nice to that. meet him. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was fun. Yeah. For sure. But we have Heidi brought, has brought a lot of her Halloweeny stuff here, and all these dolls that make me crazy um, are here. The Two dolls of them are on the are, table. <laughs> the dolls that. are scary. The dolls yes. are freaking me out a little bit. Yes, <laughs> me too. Me too. And I don't even have half of them out yet. Yeah, I don't even have a quarter of them out yet. Yeah, we know that. We know that Jerry loves dolls too. You know, he's listening. So, but yeah, I'm and these two twins on the table here are just really freaking me out. But. Yeah. 
Well, they were small, so I figured they'd fit on our little table. Yeah. Yeah. That we're sitting around. Our metaphysical table. Mm -hmm. We're sitting around. But there was so much energy in here for a while there. I really thought my um, my heart was going to explode. I even said that. I said, oh, my God, my heart is palpitating. Yeah, you did. I'm going to die. (laughs) I'm not going to die. But, you know, but that's how I felt. And Mm -hmm. you had some weird stuff going on, too. Yeah, I was feeling... I would get like chilled on one side and then I got super hot and then I cooled down again. So it was like my jacket was on, my jacket was off. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. but it was just constant. And then I had a, I had a really bad headache and then it <laughs> gone. So yeah, that was. Yeah. And there were a lot of, you know, I got the chills many, many times and I could feel it kind of going up my neck too, but it didn't turn into a headache like yours. Right. It was just kind of a pressure of some kind. So yeah, there was just. A lot, a lot going on here. And a lot of this doll energy and these energies with these dolls, but there was also spirits <laughs> moving in and around. You yeah. Know? Yep. So it was definitely very cool. Are they always around or do they hear the call and come? Or, you know, like when we all are just kind of walking mm-hmm. through life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's always spirit yeah. here. But um, I don't usually put out, like, a general call-out. Usually the spirits that are here are here for whoever's here that day or just part of the space, like helping protect the space, helping the work that needs to be done for the space. Uh, So they'll be here all the time or, like, when we're doing things. They're not just waiting around. But um, I don't do a general call-out every day like we did here, just like, hey, anybody around, come on over, Uh, because I don't want just kind of looky-loos Mm-hmm. You know, because spirits are like humans. They'll, yeah. they'll just like, hey, what's going on? And they don't have anything to no. do with what we're doing. Like the, the Reiki sessions and the intuitive sessions, if they're just, you know, messing around or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't need to be here. So they're not mm-hmm. allowed to get in. But when I open up the kind of the barrier, mm-hmm. they can more can get in because that's what we were looking for. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be a really quiet seance. Right. So we open it up a little bit, but not so much that, like, the during the fans, there yeah. were some outside. Yeah, yeah that we're kind of, like, looking in through the windows, like, I want to get in there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we can't get in. I'm like, no. yep, because you're not going to be, yeah. you're not going to play fair, right? and we don't want your your energy here if you're going to be not nice. So no. they were stuck outside, which is where they should be. Yeah, Not outside, outside, but out of the barrier. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I do feel like last when we did the last seance, it was in June, and we had that guy that bellied up to the bar, remember? I feel like he was here for a short minute because he just came and, and came like, whoosh, and mm-hmm. went through. Like, hi, I'm not, I'm not here to talk, but just want to let you know I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know? We had one time, this was a long time ago. I've been in this building about 10 years, and we had, Tim and I, we had the, the paranormal meetup one night here because I do that once a month Mm -hmm. and it was upstairs the old conference room of the building that isn't a conference room anymore but we I don't know what we were doing or maybe we were doing an investigation anyway we had done this like call out to spirit and say hey you know come on come on over we're getting ready to do whatever we're going to do and it was the weirdest thing because it was like a train pulled up alongside the building, which there's train tracks on the other mm-hmm. side, but this isn't the mm-hmm. direction it came from. Or like a cruise ship, like an old-fashioned cruise ship oh. pulled up alongside the building, and it was like everybody disembarked at the same time, spirit-wise. And it was just this flood of spirits. I remember it was from the the west side of the building, 
and they just flooded through wow. the building towards the east and just kept going. They just kept going oh. right through the building. It was the weirdest thing. There were hundreds of them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it, oh. Tim was like, what? And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And you could just feel them. Yeah. It was like they were just going through you. And hundreds and hundreds uh-huh. of them. What do you think that was? I have no idea. But we just put the call out, and it was like this cruise ship. Like an old-fashioned, like a Titanic kind of, mm-hmm. but not that big. Mm-hmm. Pulled wow. up alongside, and everybody disembarked like they were getting off at a port. But they didn't stay. They just nope. kind of looked at you and knocked like... They just they didn't see us. Mm-hmm. They walked through us. Oh, okay. You could feel them going through us. Oh, okay. And they just kept going out the other side of the building, and okay. I had no idea where they went. The weirdest <sighs> thing. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. And we were just standing there. It was those... We just kept, like, getting bumped back, yeah, like, what, what? what? And they just kept going through us. There was, they're everywhere. And Tim and I were like, this is so... This is so weird. Weird. Yeah. But they just kept going. Well, all right. Yeah, that's, that is nuts. But it reminds me of when we, when you and Kristen and I did the uh, White House out in Anoka. Yeah. I mean, it was like the spotlight was out and there were... Yeah, they were coming So many mm-hmm. that were coming in through the door. Yep. You know, and it was like, that was crazy time. Yeah, that was fun. So kind of same thing. So you turn on the light and here they come. Yep. The beacon yep. Is, out, is on, you know, on and off switch. Well, I'm glad you had a good first time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It wasn't a cruise ship, but. No, <laughs> but that's probably, the cruise ship was, nobody said anything. So that was kind of, it was a cool experience, but then nothing happened. Right. After that. So this was, was it about, like, was it, um. You know how you can kind of, I, I don't want to say like like an imprint or like a, like I'm thinking about like an actual port when a ship comes in and people get off. Was it something like that, like a memory of that? Or was it like the spirits really going through consciously? I think it was, they were really going through because... It wasn't an imprint because I don't know anything that would have been here that would have done that, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it was any kind of energetic imprint in this place because where, what would that have been? Right. You know? So, I mean, I know there's a train track behind, but it didn't feel like that. It really felt like a boat. Yeah. And that's the first thing that I said. And Tim's like, I'm seeing it. It's like a big ship pulled up alongside the building. And so I think for whatever reason, we called out. And they needed to move. Like, for some reason, this, you know, it's like the the perfect storm, right? Right. All these wild energies and certain things just lined up perfectly. And I throw out this call out at the perfect time. And it allows this whole amount of, like, this whole big collection of spirits to release for some reason. It's Mm -hmm. like they had to go somewhere and they've been waiting a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. And they needed oh, wow. to go. And so, but something lined up perfect for them to go. And they were like, we are not stopping. Yeah, I mean, they knew good. this, like, we got to go. And I'm yeah. like, what? Where are you going? And they were just, like, walking right through us. It's like they knew what was going on, but they had to keep going. Yeah. It was like a timing stop. thing or something. Yeah, yeah, it was, that's really cool. It was that's wild. a really neat image. Yeah. yeah it was really wild. Good. And they weren't dressed like current. Yeah, nothing was current. But they were like, we're going we got to go now or we're going to, it's like they're going to miss something. Yeah. And so I don't know if they were stuck somewhere and maybe it was from a ship, you know, it could have been a ship that went yeah. down and sea and mm-hmm. they've been just like hanging tight until something lined up perfectly. Cause that's happened here before, but mm-hmm. not with that many, just one or two mm-hmm. where they've been kind of s- suspended until something lines up perfectly and then they can, they can go. Oh, so, wow. yeah. So they can get stuck. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I had one. I'll tell this quick yeah. before the break. Yeah. We, I was in my other studio and we were doing a group meditation and someone didn't show up. So I had one chair open and right at the beginning of the meditation, so the door was closed, everybody was sitting and I just left the chair because I'm like, I'm not going to monkey putting it away. And I see this spirit standing inside the door. I thought it was something human. I'm like, how'd you get in? The door is closed. And I look and she's standing there and she looks like she's from like the late 80s, mm-hmm. like eight, uh, 1980s, mm-hmm. right? And I, she just looked stunned too. Like she had no idea what was going on. And I looked at her and I said, can I help you? And she just looks around like, what is happening? And I said, do you want to have a seat? You know, I'm saying this in my mind to her and she's understanding. And so she sat down and she was just like looking around puzzled, like what is happening here? And then one of her guides came in and said, I'm so glad we were able to to do this. This is perfect timing because there's a AA down at the end of the hall. And a man, right at the beginning of the group meditation, when I'm opening things up and calling in, you know, spirit mm-hmm. and whatever, he had walked by and she had been stuck to him for oh. since the eighties. Oh. He killed her in a car accident. <gasps> Accidentally, it was he was in a drunken driving accident, oh. and he accidentally killed her in this accident, and she has been stuck to him ever since. Oh and so just as he passed my door, she was able to detach and come in because this energy like pulled her in. And so we were able to do, she, I treated her just like one of the humans, and we did the healing and whatever, and then she disappeared. Wow. And her spirit guides were able to take her. What a story. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we are 34 minutes into the show, so we need to go to commercial break. But we'll be back. We'll be back in two minutes, so stay tuned. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. As you go about your daily life, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth, 50 years strong. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. Are you haunted by shadow people in the middle of the night? Do you secretly love all things creepy and spooky, enjoying ghost stories and horror fiction from the best storytellers? Do you have a true ghost experience you want to share, but no one will believe you? If yes, listen to the professionals on What Are You Afraid of? Horror Paranormal Show, Friday nights at 9 p.m. on Para-X Radio and at www.whatareyouafraidofpodcast.com. What are you afraid of on Para-X? Our creepy and demented hosts are on call to provide you with all your spooky needs with true ghost stories, interviews, indie music, and new horror fiction. We are ready to scare you. Para-X. Are you looking for a supernatural radio show that is informative and fun? A show with topics such as ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic energy, spirits, cryptids, and more, hosted by paranormal investigators with years of investigations under their belts? Then look no further than The Calling 2.0, powered by The Sim Crew, hosted by paranormal investigator Jerry and psychic medium Valentina, along with others. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on the Para-X Radio Network.
for everything paranormal. Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we have Wendy Webb with us tonight. And it's our Halloween show. And we had a seance before the show. So it's just been a fantastic night so far. Yeah. Oh, so, so great to be here. Yes. Love it. Love it. It is fun. So, Wendy, before our show, you said you had some things you wanted to share or talk about, but you were going to save them for the show. I was going to save them for the show. So, um, I wanted to talk, during the seance, you know, we were hearing things, and, um, you know, you were sensing a whole bunch of spirits, and I was saying that I've only heard something one time, and maybe you can tell me um, what this would be. Um, so I have a house, an old house in South Minneapolis, and it's one of those houses, kind of everything is on the main floor, and then you go up the stairs, and it's one big mm-hmm. room, and, you know, my bedroom, bathroom, you know, it's my little lair up mm-hmm. there. And, um, and I don't have a door at the top or the bottom of those stairs. And one night I woke up, and it, middle of the night, I'm not a great sleeper, and I was checking my phone and looking on things, and I heard someone call up from the bottom of the stairs, who is this? Now, that's a joke that I had with my brother who has passed and my other brother who's still alive. And it was so loud and so real and sounded just like my brother Jack's voice that I thought, is Jack here? And he's got a key to my house. And I thought, well, okay, Jack, well, it's the middle of the night, but why is Jack here? Yeah. And I got up and, and, you know, walked up and nobody was there. I was wide awake when I heard the, who is this? And it's like, it's this dumb little joke that we have, you know, like he'll call me and he'll go, who is this? (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Like you called me. (laughs) um, So I don't know what that was, but it was completely 100% real, not a dream. Did you, yeah. did you ask your brother if if he heard the same thing or oh that would be a, would you have should. Been a good idea. Yeah, it would have been. It feels like it's your other yeah brother. I think so too, but I, I yeah. think he joke. was there too doing right. the same thing. Well, uh, Randy, my brother who has passed, I always said, you know, if if I'm going to be haunted by anything, it'd be him. Right. Because he would love to just scare me and mm-hmm. make me laugh and um, let me know that there is something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there was that famous pact that Houdini had with his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that my brother has come through to let me mm-hmm. know that there is something on the other side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it would be interesting to see if it happened to your brother, too. Yes. Right? Yes. To see if he had the same thing happen to him. I am going to ask him. Mm-hmm. I will text him and ask him. Because, you know, you know, and I don't, this is maybe different because you were awake, but I know there are times when I, both my parents passed away in 2005, and there's been a couple of times where I've dreamt about them 
because they show up in your dreams occasionally. And it feels so good, right? Because it's like, yeah, it does. And then I ask my siblings, hey, did you dream about mom and dad? And they're all different dreams, but they were like all on the same within a day or two. Oh, you know, wow. it's like they were just passing by to say hello, just checking in. We're great. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. just. You know, so I don't know. It's kind of weird. And so when you dream about people who have passed, do they talk to you? Because a lot of times I'll dream of my mom, my dad, grandma, and brother mm-hmm. are all on the other side. And I will dream about all of them, but they have never spoken a word in oh any of my dreams. They're mm-hmm. just there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, my brother is always, a he's a very big guy was a, was a very big guy and he's always a kind of a big protective mm-hmm. presence mm-hmm. um and my parents you know will be kind of talking to each other but it's almost like i can't hear i can't hear anything they're saying mm-hmm. but they never talked you know i wish they'd yeah you know, hey. say hey <laughs> i got this going on yeah but i don't they know don't. that they have I don't, you know, I'd have to really think about this, but they're there, right? And it just feels so good. I mean, like one dream I had, we were at like somebody's wedding recite. Bizarre. I don't know what that was all about, but you know, and it was like, they were both there and it was just like, (gasps) and my, you know, my siblings were there too, which of course made me think, Hey, did you dream this? They had a different dream. Same thing though. They were, you know, both mom and dad were there. Yeah, so. that's a lot of times how I dream about my mom and dad is there'll be a crowd of people, maybe a family mm-hmm. gathering, and they will just be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> and it makes me sort of think, you know, that they are there. Well, they are. Those. Yeah. Well, they are. And, you know, like my mom, like my brother lives in our family home that we grew up in still. And oh. one time on his, I think it was last year or the year before, I don't remember. But we were all in the dining room singing happy birthday, and my mom shows up, right? I saw her just as clear as day, standing in the kitchen, looking out. And Casey didn't see her, but but she felt her on her back. And I said, oh, mom's here, Chris, you know? And, and then, of course, where, where? And I said, well, she's got to know. You know, I saw her clear as day, you know? But, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're still there. And every once in a while, we'll see them in the window, you know, looking out at us. Like, we used to go help with the snow shoveling, you know, so yeah, they're there. And dad, my dad has showed up in Reiki sessions with you and Seance. He's showed up here, yes. And I think even in meditation, the time or two, mm-hmm. he's showed yeah. up like he's my guardian. You know, mm-hmm. like what's going on here? <laughs> you know, but yeah, so they're always with us. Yeah, if they don't say anything, though, I think it's okay, mm-hmm. you know, that they're I just being present. Yeah, exactly. Um, because, yeah, sometimes I, most of the time, though, my dad's been gone for a long time. Um, he passed in 95. and But so r- right away he came back and he would talk a lot and tell me all sorts of stuff. And oh my gosh, we talked, talked, talked. And then, of course, I haven't seen him now for a long time. But mm-hmm. um, he still sends messages and I send him, I call him postcards. Mm-hmm. Send them. But um, yeah, so, but they, he would talk. But then I've had other uh, ancestors that have come through, like, my grandma came through when I was making that quilt just la- last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I know it was her because mm-hmm. there are things that I absolutely should have screwed up. Well, yeah. really screwed up. And she guided And you. she is 
yeah, telling me something that I couldn't have known because I don't make quilts, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what? you do. You well, now I do. Here, I mean, I've made yeah. a couple, but mm-hmm. she had totally helped me because I'm like, I totally could have screwed yeah. that up. Right. And I'm like, thanks, Grandma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So they'll talk to you if they need to or they want to or if they can or mm-hmm. whatever. It's all, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And, you know, on Halloween, you're supposed to leave a plate at the table for the ancestors and talk to them and. Huh. Well, I can't. As part of the Fallon ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fallon. Yep. I will definitely do that this year. Maybe yeah. play it with food on there for them. And yeah. So you were talking about um, the spirit that was stuck to the guy mm-hmm. who killed her as a yeah. drunk driver. How do spirits stick to things? Like, say you, you are the person who gets killed by yeah. the drunk driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How and wh- I mean, why? Why would there, and like, your listeners can't see, but these dolls are all staring at me. Yeah, I know. Um, and I'm thinking, <laughs> how how does an energy get stuck or chooses to stay? It's, I mean, it's different. There's so many situations, right? And I, I couldn't know all of them. I'm, I know I couldn't. I don't know anybody that could. But something like an accident with how sudden it is, and it it isn't intentional, and she wouldn't, she didn't know. So the t- amount of time that passed, she wasn't aware. So she's not been suffering that whole time. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's like someone that's in a coma, and then they wake up, and they have no idea that 30 years have passed, right? Oh, yeah. So, or however long. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, whoa. But they're out of it because it's like, you're you're just like what is happening here, mm-hmm. and so now it's like she's becoming aware of that something is different, something has happened, and yeah, she passed tragically suddenly, mm-hmm. and for some reason, again, we were talking about something uh, before, whatever, whenever we talk about like the mm-hmm. perfect storm of energy, right? yes, yeah. like so yes. many things that we can't even mm-hmm. begin to comprehend have to be aligned. And more often than not, it doesn't happen, right? Because certain energies or certain things just, you don't have enough of them lined up at the same time. But if they do, for whatever reason, and the moon is just right or the whatever, you know, it's just like, boom, it happens. And was it connected to him or could it have been connected to a police officer or could it have been connected to, I mean, maybe part of his journey is having this, person with him Mm -hmm. that he had to go through some kind of process maybe his guilt attached her to him maybe his he wasn't willing for so many years to deal with it and you know clearly at some point now he's he had you know Mm because he's going to an AA office to get maybe a medallion or a book Mm -hmm. or something and so Mm -hmm. you know so why I don't I don't know why that in that case but there's so many reasons why someone might but the the good thing at this that I know of her anyway is that she wasn't suffering. She wasn't aware of the time. Mm-hmm. But now oh, it's like she pops out and she's like, whoa, what's happening? You know? What's going on? And yeah. she was really confused. And so then her spirit guides were with her and they, because of whatever force that was keeping these two together, they weren't able to take her where she needed to go. And they, I guess, had been trying different things or whatever. It's just, time. they... Like they had to, he had to go through his process maybe. Oh, wow. To get to a point where he could release. And then she was able mm-hmm. to find just the right momentum of energy to go mm-hmm. where she needed to go. So, yeah, it was, it was, mm-hmm. but it's different, you know, for everybody. Cause why do these dolls have certain right. energies attached yeah, to them? Right. 
it would be different because it isn't necessarily um, a traumatic event, but maybe an event, you know, over time that these dolls stayed with certain mm -hmm. people and, you know, some of their energy is imprinted mm -hmm. on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not like they have necessarily an interactive entity with mm -hmm. them, but they have this energetic imprint on them. Now, I do have a couple of dolls that have warnings like don't talk to them, don't yeah. talk about them, yeah. because they're still connected to their owner and that owner will come through. I had a doll a couple of years ago, I've told you this, where she was on the shelf and I talked to her and my spirit guide's like, don't talk to her. And I did because I don't know, I guess I thought I was clever or whatever. And I come in the next morning and she's like 10 feet away from the shelf. There's no way she could have fallen off oh, and bounced. Man. Like, there's no way she would have gone. So she was on the move because her owner came through and was like, oh, cool, here's my doll. And she starts walking around and uh, with it. So I'm like, oh, I can't have spirits running amok in my space. So I got to watch it. Yeah. You know? oh, so, wow. Anyway, yeah. So it's it's just there's so many different reasons, I guess. Why? Why? That's why oh, we that's do this. Interesting. We like, don't keep know. asking. Well, and it's funny too because when I came in here, um, you've got all the stuff set up for Halloween and um, all these items that you've been trusted to care for. And listeners, one of the first things that she said to me when I walked in was, "Yeah, you know, don't touch anything." Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I said, "I never touch anything." Just real casual, like that. It's like, I will not be touching. No, 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 no. no. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, you know, it's like touching something that's dusty and you get a little bit on your fingers. Yeah. And then you accidentally touch it on your clothes and now you got some on your clothes. Yep. And it's like, well, how do you know how to get that off? If you don't know how to get it off, be careful that you put it on. Right. Yeah. You know, so if you're not sure how to clean it off, then just don't touch anything. You don't have to worry about it. Yep. Right. <laughs> so, because some of it is absolutely fine, but I can't go around and say, it's fine to touch that, but don't touch that. Yes, you know? so it's I just, better not to touch It's better anything. just don't touch anything because yeah. there's a lot of stuff in here. And there are certain mm -hmm. things that are under glass or should not be touched by anyone, absolutely. So I keep it under glass so that people don't touch them. And I don't have to w monitor when I am you know, have a lot of people mm -hmm. because that's hard to yeah. do. So. Well, since it's a Halloween show, I will ask, has anything scared you that some somebody has asked you to take? Um, hey, you've got to get this off my hands, and then you get it off their hands, and you think, I wish it wasn't in my hands. <laughs> there, I don't know that it scared me, but it kind of freaked me out because there was a Ouija board that someone asked me to take, and it was down in Mankato, and so I had to drive down to get it, and I, I was supposed to bring Tim and this other guy. The other guy was the connection, and I went down, and Tim was like, you're the only person that's supposed to touch it. Spirit Guide's coming through right now and saying clearly, you are the only one allowed to touch this. We cannot touch it. And I'm like, okay. So I get it from this guy who had it. He had smuggled it out of the house, and it was wrapped up in a garbage bag, right? And it was in the box and everything. And so he takes it out of this garbage bag and shows it to me. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm the only one that can touch it. So I touched it, and I looked at it, and I'm like, well, we're going to take it back and close it back up in the cities. So I take it, and I put it in the bag, and we put it in the trunk. And I start driving back, and I, my hands are just like burning. burning and on fire. And I, I look at them. I look at while I'm driving. So I'm, I look at one and I'm like, what? So I hang onto the steering wheel, open the other one, look at it. I went, no way. I had circles of different sizes burned into my hands. Oh my God. And can you even think that anyone decided to take a picture? No, no. but I do have two witnesses. They saw it. It looked like I was attacked by an octopus. <sighs> circles were burned into my hands. It took two weeks for them to go away. 
they faded a lot right away. But, oh my god! But they didn't like. And people have said, "Well, is it ringworm or whatever?" I'm like, "No, it wasn't. It was. It was weird. It was like perfect circles of all these different sizes within seconds of getting into the car." Oh, I started. Goodness. We barely pulled out of the spot where we met this person, and I looked. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" They just instantly appeared on my hands, and then they faded right away after we closed the board. But the like shadow of them was still there for like a couple weeks, oh. and that freaked me out because I'm like, "Well, that's that's, that's like no joke. Like this stuff can affect people. Yeah, physically can affect people." And so that's you. You know, you just, when I'm like, "Don't touch anything." You're like, yeah, don't touch anything because yeah. you don't know what might happen and who knows what would happen if Tim would have touched it. Mm-hmm. He was told not to by someone who cares about us mm-hmm. and was like, she's the only one that can. And I'm like, well, is am I being punished for something or are, is this like, it would have been way worse if someone else would have touched. Right. So yeah, it's, so that was like one of the things that I was like, whoa, like this is no joke. Yeah. This stuff can happen. Wow. And so when you get a call, is there a typical circumstance? Like, what would prompt somebody to say, I want this out of my home? Usually there's weird stuff going on. This, In that case, the, the kid had been working with the board by himself and was becoming suicidal um, and knew that this was why he needed to get detached from this board. So, um, so yeah, of, cor- of course, I need to get ASAP. We need to get over there. And... Um, but I'll ask a lot of questions, too, because I want to make sure that this isn't just someone monkeying around, you know, yeah. or whatever. Or, you know, I had someone send me, uh, you know, they send videos or audios or whatever. And like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, what's happening? And they're like, nothing. It's just this weird shape in my photo. I'm like, well, then I don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. let's not worry about it too much right now, because if nothing else is happening, yeah, you're just maybe kind of freaking yourself out. So... So I ask a lot of questions before I dive in and say, oh, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. This is wild. Yeah. So you have to ask questions because, you know, people get freaked out. They yeah. see a lot of TV shows or movies and they get. But there is stuff that happens, too. So it's you got to just ask a lot of questions, really. Mm-hmm. It's just best to be careful. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, for sure. You know this. I know I would yeah. take anything from anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So there's just too many weird things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're going to put a plug in for our sibling radio show before we run out of time. You know, this hour has just... It goes so fast. Oh, it so tomorrow night on the calling 2.0, um, mother-daughter paranormal duo, Rainy and... Um, She's a doll healer, and her daughter is a psychic, uh, and they will be on The the Calling 2.0, and that's tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. She'd have a field day with my stuff here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Woo. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. Crazy talk. So, anyway, tune into that show tomorrow, and wow. Yeah, this hour, this whole time has gone by so fast. Yeah, it has. Even with the seance and everything. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think we've been here for almost three hours. I know. It's like, holy cow, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. This so is, I always think of the studio is kind of like Vegas when you go to a, a casino. Yeah. And you kind of don't know what time it is because yeah. you can't really see outside, even though we have windows here, but it's it's been dark for a while. 
And you start to lose track of time because they want you to stay and keep gambling, right? Spirit's like, ooh, stay with us. <laughs> and so I always feel like it's a little bit like that here where you just lose track of time and, you know, you just, yeah, yeah it's fun. Yeah, and it's like when we go, we all said this, and I still say it to this day, when we're out in the field doing Bigfoot research or cryptid research, we lose track of time all the time. Oh, we think we've been out there for half an hour. And we get back to the car and it's like three hours later and it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> or four or five, you know, that's really startling. But it happens a lot. So, yeah, crazy talk. But anyway, well, this was super fun. Wendy, I hope you'll join us for another seance at some point. You bet. This was super fun. Yeah. And just another show again. Are you on another yeah. show too? You yeah. better watch out. You're going to become another co host here. I know. I know. <laughs> not a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we can even have like a live show or something. You know, we were talking about that. Yeah. And we can have some. Yeah. Maybe when your next book is out. Uh, yeah. We could do a live show here. That would be great yeah, for your book. That would be great. Yeah, that would be fun for sure, for sure. But it's been so much fun. Uh, I hope your first experience was wasn't scary or anything. You know? No, well, I, I, I didn't feel threatened except by these creatures here in this. Studio, well, but. and I just knew that you guys are both here. You're professionals, <laughs> and um, I knew I'd yeah. be safe. Yeah, with you two. Yeah. Yep. I think we're. You know, we use, Heidi does a lot more than I do, but I do a lot of seances too within our paranormal investigations because it just brings a lot of things to light, right? That maybe we don't know. So, yeah, it's cool. So anyway, well, yeah, Halloween next week. Yep. Last year we did the Halloween show on the 25th, so really we're not too far off, but listen to our show from last year because that was a wild thing too. And we had Cindy and Jerry were here with us, I think. Yep. I think so. So it was fun. And this time we had no glitches. Everything was kosher and we're all good. And the lightning and thunder and it was crazy, wild, stormy outside. So I'm actually surprised it went off without a hitch. (laughs) (laughs) But it did. I've been I've been calling in favors today. Like help us get through all this without no tech issues. (laughs) Please. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, anyway, thank you, Wendy, for coming and being a good sport. Yes, thank, thank you, so you. Much for having me. Yeah, it was absolutely. awesome. You're always fun to have as a guest. Oh, so we have so much fun. So, and thank you for everyone out in Radio Land for listening and everybody in the chat. This was fun. Um, for all the troops out there who may be listening, hey, please be safe. The world is a crazy place right now. And thank you for your service. Yes, thank you for your service. And, you know, it's funny because we have a chat room of people and yeah. it has been quiet, quiet. as a, uh, I don't know what, church I, morgue, something. <laughs> it's been quiet. Um, so they're they're just taking in all of our... That's what Cece said. She said her blakey was up around her chin and she's <laughs> saying, I see dead people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had fun tonight. So thanks yeah, in the okay. chat room, even though... You're, you're quietly listening. We still appreciate you and everybody out there, everybody listening, wherever you are, thank you so much for tuning in. We love having you join us around the metaphysical table. And Para X Radio Network, thank you for hosting our show. We love being here. Mm-hmm. And Sarge, the most amazing producer on the planet, mm-hmm. thank you for the awesome intro and mm-hmm. for uh, pulling this all together as you do every week. Absolutely. And listen in next week for our last year's show. And then the next time we'll be together is for the Paranormal, Paranormal Smorgasbord. Yeah. So join us then. Good night, everyone. Have a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Have a safe week. <laughs> <laughs>